0: Hey, it's John from CE Radar. I just got through watching the Apple release slate at their new campus headquarters in in Cupertino. For those of you that don't know, I'm not the the biggest Tim Cook fan. I just don't think... He's maintained the pace of innovation that Apple maintained under Steve Jobs. So, if today's event were to have a title, it could be iPhone 10. I think that was the highlight. If it were to have a subtitle, perhaps the iWatch. If it were to have a double subtitle, perhaps attack of the blue Man group. You know, if you remember under Steve Jobs, Steve used to wear blue jeans and, and a black sweater, and Tim Cook would fall in line and do the same, like any good kiss ass deputy would do. And on today's program cook was in blue jeans and a blue sweater and the entire senior management team except adq fell in line with blue jeans and a blue shirt or sweater so i just don't like the groupthink and groupthink manifests itself oftentimes in little physical idiosyncrasies like dress dress code informal dress code notice how ceos and his or her deputies dress uh inflection and voice i won't name names but i used to cover a company where the ceo spoke as he spoke uh, with his sort of natural cadence and his deputy and future CEO, who was then blown out the door, would speak with the same inflection pattern. Biggest kiss-ass I ever came across. This is a public company. So back to Apple. Sort of mixed feelings about the iPhone 10. huge advancement in technology with, with facial recognition in particular. Uh, and also with AR, which we've talked about on the podcast, and I'm not going to rehash it today. This isn't an Apple review podcast. Mixed failings because of the, the facial rec- recognition. The, the software captures 30,000 data points with regard to a particular person's face, maps that person's face through the iPhone's neural network, and your face then serves as your, your password. And so facial recognition technology has been around for quite some time. And it's often deployed in airports as a means of security. It's uh, been deployed across various areas within Western Europe as a means of security through closed circuit tv so i think the technology itself is fascinating the facial recognition technology but it just you know raises a whole host of privacy concerns i think for sure it adds a security layer it'll be interesting to figure out where the the holes are in that security layer uh one quote-unquote hole would be if you happen to have an identical twin the facial recognition software is not going to be able to distinguish one person from the other you would have to default to your fingerprint touch id or a a password Uh, but for payments so Apple Pay, and I'm sure other payment vendors' point of sale systems over time will will recognize or rather integrate Apple's Face ID technology, as they call it. So I think it's a big leap forward in terms of security. It'll be interesting to see how the different use cases may play out. I'm thinking more about not even so much the, the, the day-to-day use cases for buying things and, and such, but more about those irregular occurrences, filing an insurance claim, wiring large sums of money, I'm thinking about fraud in particular, commercial fraud, and how the face ID technology can be, can be deployed across various use cases. I know there was a fintech startup a couple of years ago in New York that used face recognition technology for authentication. And it would just seem that companies like Apple, large device companies that have an intimate relationship with the, the owner, are just going to be in a better position to create and deploy applications that leverage the physicalities of the owner fingerprints, face recognition. One because of proximity to the the owner and two because of the fact that if you're a large platform company like Apple and your devices are in the hands of billions of people or if you're a large platform player like Google and they're rumored to be rolling out their new phone soon uh, so google has i don't recall off the top of my head how many google handheld devices but but they will soon roll out their their new phone you have the android operating system obviously that has billions of billions of devices attached to it not to mention their search therefore these these large platform players that have devices and operating systems in the hands of billions of people have an enormous advantage when it comes to face recognition technology voice recognition technology over startups because the algorithms for these large platform players can be so much more sophisticated and so much more accurate in terms of their their ability to recognize visuals in audio because the number of inputs the number of queries the number of touch points with the user will just dwarf anything that any startup would be able to roll out into the market as a completely new offering and so interesting technology in the iphone 10 i'm tempted to try it i don't like the idea of giving more and more of my life over to apple between watches phones Laptops, iPads, iTouches, etc. I don't like it when one technology is ubiquitous in my life. So let's see what Google rolls out with with its new phone. I'm I'm interested to play with that. I haven't used, but I've seen a number of different reviews with uh, the Essential Phone by uh, Andy Rubin, Android's creator, and it looks pretty neat. Although with its camera, its camera is an attachment, which is kind of odd. I think that's going to hurt the phone. Um, I like the design of the Apple phone much better with its surface display screen, which eliminates the home button. Anyway, we'll see you all later in the week.